Hey everybody and welcome to The Real For Real. I am Isaiah and I appreciate you guys tuning in with us. If this is your first time, thank you so much for checking us out and please hit the like and subscribe button so that way you can get more info on more of our videos. Actually, if you hit that bell in the top corner, you can get notified when we drop new videos. And for our loyal followers who have been following us, we still appreciate you just the same. So, I am going to get into my first real monologue, and since it is the holiday season, I am going to talk about a holiday-themed movie that means quite a bit to me. In fact, I believe it's beautiful in a lot of ways, but funny enough, critics did not agree with me at all. I remember watching this movie and being instantly flabbergasted by it. I was, I was just thinking to myself, this is beautiful. This is truly beautiful. And critics were like, ugh. I don't know about that play. <laughs> in fact, when it came to the Rotten Tomatoes score, it's in the teens by the aggregated um, score. So I am baffled, but hopefully I can change your mind on it today. And that film is Collateral Beauty. Collateral Beauty is directed by David Frankel. Screenplay was written by Alan Loeb. It's produced by Bart Duros, Michael Sugar, Alan Loeb, Anthony Bregman, and Kevin Frakes and was distributed by Warner Brothers and worked on by a collection of studios, actually, New Line Cinema, Village Roadshow, Rat Pack Dune Entertainment, and Overbrook Entertainment all were involved in the process as well. So, let's get into a little bit of the casting first. This has a great ensemble cast featuring Will Smith as our lead character, Ed Norton, Kate Winslet, Michael Pena, Helen Mirren, Kira Knightley, Jacob Lattimore, and Naomi Harris round out the main cast and they do a wonderful job together like when you hear that list most of us instantly think oh yeah this is going to be a great movie so let me give a brief synopsis the film follows one successful energetic and motivating and charismatic corporate exec howard inlet who is struggling to come to grips with the loss of his six-year-old daughter who he lost three years earlier now as he's struggling he's Lack of focus and presence in his work begins to affect the company that he's running. In fact, he even starts to be very reclusive. Uh, when he is in the building, he's still not very focused on things that are going on. And so due to his reclusiveness and his absence, his company is in danger of folding. And this is a huge concern for his leadership team members, Claire Wilson uh, and Simon Scott, but also another member of that leadership team who's a good friend of his, Wit Yardshaw. Now, when it comes to Simon, Wit, and Claire, all are being burdened by their own personal problems along with trying to save the company. So, as they're looking for how, how to you know, get through their own personal issues and to save this company, they reach out to three actors who are played by Helen Mirren, Kara Knightley, and Jacob Lattimore. Now, they reach out to these actors with one goal in mind. Can we save the company by proving that Howard is unfit to be in charge. They may be able to get him out of his place as a majority holder, and then they can sell the company, and if they can do that, they can all be able to alleviate some stresses and ultimately do what Howard would want to do for his company, and that's make sure it survives and make sure that the people he works for do well. So they reach out to these actors, and they say, hey, here's what we need you guys to do. Howard has been writing letters since his daughter died to three ideals, love, time, and death. We would like for you guys to 
to play love, time, and death and to respond to him. And their hope is that when he's responding, hopefully, as he responds, they will take this, this, they will be able to find ways to prove with, through recordings and this, that, and the other that he is unfit. But also, they would like to try and also use this as an opportunity to reach Howard where he's at and hopefully be able to bring him back to reality. So that's the basic premise of the movie. I know that can be a little rough for some people, but I think it's a great, great premise. It starts with they're trying and, and their heart is in the right place. So I love the way it starts. It's still about this idea of trying to save, you know, trying to save what's there. And I, I think that's kind of neat in a way. So what are some things that I really like about this movie? First off, I've got to say it's performances. Performances in this film are top notch. I mean, but look at the cast. It's expected. But to specifically point out a few, Will Smith does a phenomenal job. He's done so great in dramatic roles. I know we all know him from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We know him from his comedic roles or action roles like, you know, the Bad Boys franchise, you know, Wild West. He does those things. And we're used to seeing him as a suave gentleman in, in, in some romantic comedies like Hitch. But he's done such a great job in his dramatic roles. Such a phenomenal job in those, like Concussion, like Ali, and he does no different here. He really, really just gives the most emotional performance and helps us to truly feel a father who's lost his daughter. But not just that, he gives such a real performance of us, quest of a person who's just questioning the life that he's living, questioning the meaning of life itself, the meaning of death itself so it's really really great on his behalf but I also have to give a shout out to Naomi Harris Naomi Harris does a wonderful job in this film and sometimes it's not even in the things she says she's such a brilliant actress in the way that she emotes and there are some scenes that she just steals in the way that she emotes and the, the energy that she gives off on screen really great there are also some great great subject matter going on in this film I think holiday movies oftentimes miss out on a group of people that are going through hard things during the holiday time. We want to be uplifted when we watch a Christmas movie. We want to watch the Christmas spirit and the miracle of Christmas. We want to feel good. But when we do that, sometimes we miss out on the groups of people who are going through some serious trauma and drama during this time of year. This isn't a happy thing for everyone. And I like that this movie addresses loss it addresses grief and it also addresses the purpose you know purpose of life and, and and how that works so i do really love the film for taking those you know that step and then my biggest thing that i like about it the most important piece i guess when it comes to the likes it is a great and fresh take on an old story and that is a christmas carol we've all seen it or read it multiple times before and i think you can find some great parallels here with some key flipping elements. Like for instance, our Scrooge character in A Christmas Carol is clearly Howard in this situation, minus him being such a rude and, and overall just angry and bitter person. Now there is some grieving that is shown in Howard's character, but he isn't Ebenezer in the same sense. He's just grieving and he's distanced himself on the similar token that, that Ebenezer did. So that is definitely a parallel there. But one of the most important things that I think makes this so fresh comes to the presentation of 
the key themes of both stories. When you look at the ghost of Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas future in Charles Dickens' stories, they deal with love, time, and death. So every iteration that we've seen of it, they deal with love, time, and death. For instance, the ghosts themselves are time, they're representative of time, and then we go back in the past to see the lack thereof or the loss of love. We look at the present and see that there's a lack of love for Ebenezer at times and how his death affects those around him and we get to the future. Now, when we move all that around, when we switch gears and we're not looking at the Christmas Carol and we move it around a little bit, that's what we get in Collateral Beauty. In Collateral Beauty, the ghosts, if you will, are the ideals of love, time, and death. Those ideals are now taking the front place instead of the back seat. In Dickens' book, it's the time, the overarching time piece is the front and center piece because we know that it's the past, present, and future. But in this setting, in Collateral Beauty, now the ideals themselves are forefront. But we are still dealing with past, present, and future. And it's really cool because the way we're dealing with past, present, and future are in the three characters of Claire, Wit, and Simon. If you, so if you look at those characters, when they interact with love, time, and death, we see the past, present, and future. For instance, past is represented by Wit. Wit has recently gone through a divorce because he cheated on the woman he was with. And his past has caused a problem between him and his daughter. His young daughter, they cannot connect anymore. They can't connect. She is angry with him given his past indiscretions. So that causes a problem there. When it comes to present, Simon is dealing with a terminal illness. He's got a terminal illness that he's dealing with. And in dealing with that, he is trying to keep those around him from noticing it in the present state. And it seems to be hard for him to come to grips with how he should how he should handle the situation in the present. And then of course with Claire, we see the future. She's trying to, and discreetly, she's trying to find a way to be able to have children. She spent so much time working, but she's trying to find a way to be able to have a child. And so she struggles throughout the movie with the idea that time, her time has passed without realizing that her future is still there for her to have a child. So I think it's really cool that the way that the movie has taken those elements and has these elements that are definitely there in A Christmas Carol but flips them around. Some of my favorite scenes in the movie um, are, are super impactful scenes, should I say, are when Howard first attends the grief group. Stellar moment by Naomi Harris as she witnesses Howard come in. She gives a awesome an awesome like glance that is filled with this warm energy that's saying that Howard's welcome there welcome I'm glad you're here but it also says it also gives this familiarity of like I was expecting you I'm I'm so glad to see you because I was expecting you and it's super it's a super super good moment for her I would say also Howard meets time when he meets time Jacob Lattimore does a great job of delivering uh, an impactful opening monologue whenever he's addressing Howard and how Howard has addressed time really good plus the scene has got some pretty fun like it's got more fun in it uh, at that moment given by both Lattimore and by uh, Winslet and Smith 
Howard's confrontation with Time in the Street is another great one too. In fact, every time Howard meets Time, I've always enjoyed the way that they that, that has gone together. A super impactful scene is Claire, Wit, and Simon confronting Howard at the board meeting. When we realize that Howard, yes, he's been out of it, but he's not been completely out of it. He's still paying attention to what's going on around him, and it's it's just so rough. And the way that that scene ends with the second piece of paper being signed is just, it's a little emotionally gripping. But the most emotionally gripping and I think the most satisfying part of the movie is when Howard meets Madeline at her home. Sure, it's some heavy subject matter going on here, but the movie still ends with a great bite of hope. A great bite of hope. So I gotta say, I like Christmas movies that are based in reality and look at, and, you know, and they look at uh, Christmases a little different than the way that we usually see it, that they aren't always that, you know, the magic of Christmas and we all are all happy. But I do like the ones that take time to look at those who are struggling. And this movie does that. As well as I love the way that some movies out there tackle hard elements of the human experience in very realistic ways. And I feel this movie accomplishes that just as well. So I've got to tell you, you've got to watch this movie for yourself. Maybe you think I'm crazy. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll agree with me, but guess what? I want to hear from you. So put it in the comments below. Tell me what you think. Tell me if you've seen it. Tell me if you want to see it. Let me know how you feel. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, please hit subscribe and ring the bell so that way you get notifications when we post more. Look for us on Instagram at the real underscore for real. And I just want to tell everyone from the cast here at the real for real, happy holidays. We hope that you guys really enjoy that time. Happy holidays and happy new year.